What up, everybody? This is your boy, Theo Pinson, here with another episode of Run Your Race with my guy, AJ Richardson, who is not here again. He is getting another hefty fine. This is like the fifth episode that he's missed. Unacceptable. Nah, he, he, I think he's on vacation right now, so <laughs> he can have his time. But uh, people, we got another very, very, very special guest, a brother from another mother. My classmate going into Carolina, my boy, Justin Jackson. I appreciate you coming on with me, bro. And I'm very excited about this pod. Yeah, here. man. It's been yeah. a long time coming, bro. Long time I'm coming. happy to be here. Long time coming. <laughs> Listen, Justin, I don't know if you know uh, how we do things here, but also we want to make sure our viewers know how we do things. We go from high school, we go to college, and then we get to the league, to wherever you are right now. And... We try to build all the way up. So that's where we come from. That's where Run Your Race started. We want to just wanted people to tell their story and how they got to where they are and just show people have different races throughout the way and you can achieve whatever you want to achieve no matter what, what you go through. And people, as uh, our viewers and you know yourself just being in a basketball community, nobody has the same pathway to get to where they want to be. So, And you have a very interesting story in yourself. So. Um, first, let's start off. Justin, where are you from? Um, when did you start hooping and what do your parents do? All that stuff. And yeah. Let's talk about just the the beginning of Justin Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first, bro, what you're doing, bro, is uh I think it's a pretty legit um and dope concept. Appreciate I think it. a lot of people, uh, like you said, a lot of people don't really talk about kind of their uh, you know, what happened before they really got to a limelight. And mm -hmm. so I think this this whole concept is super dope. Um, but me personally, man, so I grew up, I was born in, in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of moved around because of my, my dad's job, um, but mainly we're kind of settled in, in Texas. Mm -hmm. um, grew up uh, with, I got a little brother and two little sisters. Um, we did pretty much everything together, bro. Um, kind of went up once I got to high school. Uh, we were actually homeschooled, which mm -hmm. I think is, uh, you know, most people would say is rare and, and weird or whatever you want to call Shout it. Shout out to the homeschoolers. You can still make it to the league. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 100%, man. 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we just uh, homeschooled all the way up through, through high school, bro. Um, all my siblings did. Um, mm -hmm. We kind of took some... They call them co-op classes, but my mom didn't teach us the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, once we got to high school, then we were pretty much, uh, we would go to classes with other high school um, homeschoolers. and Elaborate elaborate on that. Like, because I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about it. So elaborate how, what what's the typical day of a homeschool day? Yeah, so it, it just depended. Um, so if it was, once I got to high school, um, you know, I would have classes like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. um, and have to have the work done. Then I would have some classes, maybe one day, Monday, Wednesdays that were just different. And then same thing, have the have the work done by the next the next class period. So it's really, honestly, it's like a a lower tier college experience. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what that was. And then basketball wise, we had a homeschool team uh, mm -hmm. that uh, we didn't have a home gym, so we would have to we practice at like a high school gym, but we would practice before school hours so we'd be in there like six in the morning working out and practicing mm. um 
like Monday and Wednesday. So that was kind of my schedule. Then once, once everything was done, then we were just at home. Well, that's homeschool for you. I mean, <laughs> I hope you are at home. What, so what are the, because this is, like I said, this is a part of the interesting story and the path you had, you have had to be at home, being homeschooled. You're not going to the traditional school. You're not talking to kids when you're younger. Like, what do you want to do? Stuff like that. Like, you're just around family. You know what I'm saying? So what are the, what were the challenges as far as like, I would say socially and as far as like um, just exploring outside. I mean, I guess you explored a little bit because y'all were moving around a lot in different cities, but what were the challenges you think you would say for kids who are beginning to start homeschool or to look out for or trying to do the same thing you're doing that you would give or advice mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, probably the best thing that my family could have done was have us go to these other classes um, and also playing AAU through high oh, school. Facts, facts, um, facts, facts. Yeah. Like I think a lot of times whenever you kind of see, you know, the quote unquote homeschooler that, you know, maybe his social, you know, skills or ability to interact with other people isn't as great. I think a lot of times those are the people that kind of just stay at home and yeah. teach their kids throughout all the way through high school with mm -hmm. no sort of, um, extracurricular activities or, you know, maybe they don't play sports or whatever, but there's just really no other interaction with other humans yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. Other than your family. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was probably what my family did best was, I mean, we were, whether it was in church or whether it was, you know, through AAU or through these other classes that we did, like we interacted with different people at all times. So mm -hmm. that, that helped a lot. For sure. For sure. That's dope, bro. When did you start hooping? Or, or did you know you were going to hoop this whole time? Because I, like I've talked about multiple times, I th my parents thought I was going to play football. So I, was, I used to always throw the football. I used to run into the couch with the football like I was getting tackled. Some weird, weird I mean, shit. sophomore year in college, you were kind of built like a fullback. So, I mean, yeah. I could have. Yeah, we're going to leave that out. We're going to leave that out. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Yeah, did you know? Or it was dude, like I, a, I didn't, bro. Uh -huh. I was... I mean, I love basketball. So I started playing basketball when I was, like we'll say organized basketball. I started playing like YMCA when I was like first grade. Okay. Um, but I was awful. Like I was so bad. Really? Like I was the kid that like, I mean, it was like third or fourth grade. I was the kid that like, if I got knocked down or something, I'd start crying. <laughs> or like, like I was just like not good at all. Um, but so for, weird. But I still love you. It. That's yeah. that's what's so you weird. Don't look about like, it. like I've known you for a long, <laughs> long time now. Like you falling and crying, I just don't see it at all. Bro, oh, it, it it's weird. Like I was, yeah, it was it was rough. Um, like my parents coached me, they tried their best, but I, there was just no. It was like this guy just he might not have it. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like because I loved it and because my parents like they did a great job of like working me out finding what I needed to do to get better or whatever. Probably once I got to eighth grade, eighth grade was like when I got my first uh, scholarship from a school. And once I got to eighth grade, it was like, okay, I could actually, I could actually do something with it. Yeah. Um, so I think kind of that going into high school, I think was whenever I really got, you know, pretty serious with it. Got you. you started AAU when? I mean, I started AAU back when I was like third grade. Third grade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was, yeah. 
because that just that gives you more confidence too. The better players you play, exactly. the better players you play with, stuff like that. So you said you got your first offer in eighth grade. When that's when you were like, okay, I can do something with this. Yeah, I I was. I'll never forget it, bro. I was in a gym. It's I think it's closed down now, but it was called Comerica USA in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. I want to say we were working out. Me and maybe my little brother, we were working out. Um, and I got a phone call. Or no, I, somebody had told me to call. It was Texas A&M. Somebody uh, had told me to call. Illegal. <laughs> somebody had told me to call. <laughs> I know, right? Now it doesn't matter. So No, it doesn't. Um, however it happened, whether they called me or I called them. Ah, uh, you already said it. Illegal. <laughs> 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 oh man Texas there it is bad. god my <laughs> that's fault. all good uh, oh shit those coaches who knows where they're at now yeah right uh, <laughs> but yeah I got the phone call bro and it was uh, I didn't really like it didn't really hit me too much like I was like okay well that's cool mm-hmm. but it was I was at that time I mean I was four years from how tall were you uh, I was probably six four like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it uh thought he was gonna be a big. I was gonna be a four or five. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, it was it was dope. That was, that was always that's why honestly that's why I always kept A and M in my yeah like yeah. top five or whatever because sure. they were like the first ones for sure. So you get the first offer. You're playing AAU for the Houston Hoops this whole time. Play for the Houston Hoops. Go ahead, talk about AAU a little bit, bro. You had some dogs on your team. <laughs> You had some dogs. Bro, and of we, course, as you get that text in your mom, it took off. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, so it was my maybe freshman year. Mm-hmm. When did you play for, you were with, when I was did you play CP. with Bryce? With CP. I was like. Was that our freshman year? Yeah, I was like four, 14. I'm yeah. about to say, like, it's our, yeah, yeah, so. You played up too. Yeah, I played up. Yeah. So I was on, uh, I was on a team, some people might not, but in Houston, they were like local legends. but. I played with like LJ Rose, yep. J. Michael Reese, Rashid Suleiman. Listen, um, listen, tell you right now, do your research, kids. Those, some dogs back in the day. Bro, they were killers. Dog, I, didn't, I ain't gonna say back in the day, that's disrespectful, but they were some dogs. It Boy. was, yeah. So, so I didn't even play a ton yeah. that year. Um, came off the bench probably like 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I did, I played that. And then the next year uh, was whenever we really started loading up on like guys who most people would probably know at this point. Um, whenever Justice came over, Justice yep. Winslow, Kelly Oubre. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, so we, I played with some, some pretty freaking good players. Really good players, uh, bro. Did you play with uh, Derek Griffin? Yeah. Yeah. I did play with Derek. Yeah, bounce. And that was, yeah, that was like Crazy young, where he was like the number one tight end. And yeah, bro. In the country. Yes. Like he was, yes. yeah, there was, I, we got, we played with some real, yeah. real hoopers. Bro. Real hoopers, bro. But listen, I've said this multiple times already. Our class, we had some dogs, man. Nice. We had some dogs. I mean, bigs, guards, wings. Whatever you needed. Through, up through and through, we we had some dogs. Um, Peace Jam. Mm. Did we play on Peace Jam? Yes. 
No, no, no. We, no, we, we didn't. Played Y'all LA. lost before. Yeah, yeah. We, we played in LA. Played. I didn't know if you remembered that. Bro, look, okay, this I is I don't a story. know if you remembered that. This, okay. <laughs> hold on. Here we go. I didn't want to bring it up because I was like, go. did he remember that? Hold, hold on. Okay, so that, that was our freshman year. Yes. When we played in that LA. That was our freshman year. And that was right after you were ranked number one in the yes, country. Yes. Right? And so obviously as a competitor, you're like, I didn't know you then, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Forget Theo, yes. Theophilus, right? Yes. Like, forget this. Wow, government. Huh? So, hey, one <laughs> Um, So, bro, we went into that game. I mean, I only finished with like eight points. Mm-hmm. But we went into that game and I was like, oh, I got to prove yeah. that I need to be up there. Yeah, I didn't do much. So, it, it really had no effect. But I have no idea what the score of that game. I don't, I don't know who won. I think we might have Y'all won. I might have ended up winning. I think we might have won. Um, but I didn't play that much that a year either. Bro, it was, but it was like in our, like in everybody's minds and our parents' minds, all that, it was like, if you play up and you're on the EYBL circuit, that's the most exposure. We learned more than we thought we did. 100%. Just playing up because we were humble. One. Facts. B, you saw the best of the best and you knew, like, oh, yeah. I got to get better if I'm going to play. If I want to be Because if I want to play against these guys, my game got to be elite. 100%. Because they were dogs. Yeah. So, oh, I knew what I was about to ask. So we talk about mixtapes here. What is the best Ball is Life hoop mixtape that you remember, that you think that you've seen? We got a lot of John Walls. We got a lot of Austin Rivers. Your um, cars didn't Bill mention Carr. a couple times. Uh, what you got? You see, you're in Texas, different part of. See, but I'm not even gonna go that far. Like it's somebody we know, like near and dear, bro. Who? Seventh, Seven Woods hoop mixtape when he was what thirteen. Very impressive. I mean, very, that was that made me like yeah. think that I wasn't. Yeah, we were like we got to get up. We got to get a little bit more athletic. Yeah, <laughs> we got these, we got to get in Jonas. Yeah. If I these, need you. If, yeah, if these kids are coming <laughs> in here and jumping like this, what are we doing? Yeah, bro. I think when I saw Sevens, I was like, I agree. That's I agree. But Akil's was my Akil cars was my favorite ones to watch, bro. I yeah. think it was because I was never that kind of player. Yes. So it was like seeing him do those things yes. felt like like I've never done those or even thought. I'm gonna go to ahead and that. address the elephant in the room. Justin's hoop mixtape, ball is life mix. <laughs> Bottom Let's tier. Let's go here and play a couple clips. <laughs> Top five most boring shit I've ever seen. <laughs> this man, bro, shooting floaters. Off the glass, <laughs> fundamentally sound, pivot, 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 lay. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, this guy's going to kill you with fundamentals. It was very impressive. But, God, there was no dunking. There was one dunk at the end of the, the, end of the whole damn uh, mixtape. And I'm like, this guy here, bro. What the hell hey, is man, you got At times, you got to know yourself. That's yeah. a part of running your race. And yeah, For sure. And the thing is, too, and. Another elephant in the room. Justin's homeschool team was awful. <laughs> they were awful. He was the only guy on the team and he loved it. He loved it because he could shoot every, every time. single time he caught the ball. Every time. But they played in every big tournament. Mm. Y'all played in every big tournament. Hey, like, shout out all my old teammates, man. For sure. Y'all know y'all were yes. perfect in y'all's roles. Yes. Remember that. Y'all knew how to pass Justin the ball. That's what y'all <laughs> all knew how to do. Y'all have one other player on your team. My my junior year, we were solid. We had uh, Don Rad Knowles who went to U of H. He was like 6'10". Okay. Yeah, y'all had one. So he was, he was solid. Yeah. I had a couple other guys who went like D2, but 
Yeah, we Yeah. So we all know what school you went to, uh, North Carolina, University of North Carolina. How did it happen? How'd it go down? Man, so I started going to UNC camps back when I was in like fifth grade. Yeah. This one's always UNC guy. See if always. we can find a pick. Always there, man. Got a pick with Coach um, Uh So, yeah. So, I I mean, we went to those camps. We would travel from Texas. Um, and we – I don't know why, but the way they did it was they would do like day campers who would go and do the camp all day. And then their parent, they'd go and be with their parents and be with them in the hotel room, whatever. And you did that? I did that. You were the home, you're At homeschooling, homeschooling, right? Homeschooling. Well, I wouldn't guess anything else, my boy. I mean, hey. <laughs> so, bro, we did that for like five years. Yeah. Um, and then it was actually, it was like my eighth grade year going into ninth grade year when Coach Rob mm-hmm. was in my gym. And uh, Shout out Coach Rob, man. Shout out Coach Rob, man. Y'all, hey, y'all almost did it. Yeah. <laughs> almost did it. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so we started talking. Um, like, I would call him probably once once or twice a month. Um, and you know, North Carolina, they take their time recruiting. Oh, yes. At least Coach Williams and yes. their coaching staff took forever to, you know, offer somebody. So kind of grew that relationship until I was, I guess, what, junior year, sophomore year, going into mm-hmm. junior year. Um, and, I mean, I, I think I committed like a day or two after just because I didn't want it to be me on the phone after they offered me saying, yeah, I'm coming. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's how it started, bro. I started in these little high school gyms in North Carolina and then. So pretty much when Carolina offer you were going. Yeah, it was pretty much set. <laughs> it was pretty much set. Now I can say it like at yeah. the time, you know how you are in recruiting, yeah, like you have yeah, to like yeah, try yeah. to seem like you're keeping it open. For sure. It was over with. Yeah, like it was once I heard that they, once they said they were offering me, it was yeah. all right. I'll be all right. 44. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's tough, bro. To get your dream school and they offer Crazy. you, that's it's a great feeling. Crazy. It's a great feeling. Yeah. So, uh, Justin, you are top 10 player in your class. Become a McDonald's All-American. Talk about that. How'd that feel? That was dope, bro. Uh, Always a dream. It's crazy, man, because like the older you get, you realize how much all that little stuff doesn't really matter. But like yeah. going through high school, it's like rankings. It's the biggest thing. Big camps, like McDonald's, Jordan Brand. It's like, bro, that's all I want. Like, if I don't get anything else in basketball, I want that. Yes, bro. You know? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was the same for you, but it was like, man, when you see your name pop up on that, it's like, let's go. I'm elite. You know? I should go to the league. Exactly. (laughs) Like, can I go, can I just make that jump just to go straight to the. Because I'm a McDonald's All American. Exactly. What am I doing? Uh, I need to go to college. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't need that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm 6'8", 150. Yeah. Um, yeah soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, that was that was super dope, bro. Nah, bro, it was. It was. I mean, it was a good feeling. I remember uh, I knew you and Joel committed. And then I remember uh, when I committed to, we made like a group chat or whatever. <laughs> bro, we were so corny, We bro. had no idea who, who each other like. <laughs> We didn't know each other at all. We hadn't all. interacted at all. At all, bro. And we just started talking like we were best friends. And like, bro, I can't wait to get to college, bro. And I remember uh, we would go ahead and jump to college, bro, because that's the elephant in the room anyway. Go ahead and talk about it. We all get to Carolina, bro. We all move in. All our dumb asses looking crazy. We wearing lanyards bro. with our kids. 
Hey, bro, we were the biggest nerds. Cornballs, bro. You could, we had we had our lanyards on with our key on it. My, I had a Carolina lanyard, like I'm the cool guy. <laughs> we were full decked out in yeah. the jumpsuits that they give us right off rep. Like bro, we. We we over here trying to get in the gym. We're like, yeah, let's get some shots up, bro. Show we working. We went in the gym before camp one time and like got on a shoot machine. We shot like 67% as a group. We took a picture of it, posted it. Oh my God, I remember that. We were so booty. Oh God. It's so embarrassing. It really is. Thinking back on it. But listen, but at bro, the moment, we know you're no like, better. We bro, you're like, we no made better, it. Bro. Like this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we're supposed to be doing, bro. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send. Huh, I'm gonna send you a picture, bro. I got a picture of us three in front of our class. We look so stupid. <laughs> we look so stupid. And this, this is gonna be the tale of just us freshman year, bro. We and we like we gonna play, bro. We gonna play. Do all the, we was off season. We was doing well, bro. The worst part, we didn't play and pick up, bro. No, never played. At all. Freshmen did not play, bro. They always bumped us off the court. Unless it was we, like the last the game last when everybody else was The last game in pickup is the only time we played. And everybody was tired. We full of energy. Yeah. We going hard. <laughs> and everybody just did not care. And I'm just like, this sucks, bro. <laughs> this is trash. It was terrible, bro. It was trash. Terrible. But once we got to Carolina, bro, it was, it was definitely an exciting feeling. But... We always talk about it, bro. What was the welcome to Carolina moment for you? Like, I always say it was conditioning, bro. But no one, everybody should know. Speaking of Justin what? runs like a gazelle. So <laughs> he didn't care about any type of conditioning. We'll come back to the conditioning in a second. Yes. I've, oh, yeah. God. I got I some stories on Theo. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my, so my welcome, I always say this, bro. And I freaking talk about this to this day was actually in pickup. I don't know why. I don't remember what it was, bro. But for some reason, I was playing. And I was on the opposite, scene, opposite team of JP. Mm-hmm. And, bro, if they, had a, if they had, like, a section in the rafters for, like, pickup players, like, JP would be in the blue. Hall of Famer. Like, Hall of Famer. So when, I, when he, I mean, it was like we would play to seven and he'd have like five of them, like yeah. tough buckets, tough like bucks. spin, cross, step back three, like, and I'm actually playing decent defense. Yeah. And there was one time, bro, I walked off the court, bro, and I was like, I was demoralized. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I'm zoning out just having bad <laughs> flashbacks over my damn self. Oh my God. It like, was like, bro, I can't do, like, this is, this is my own teammate and he's not even like. Yeah. At the time, he wasn't even considered like first team All ACC, or and I'm like, bro, I, I don't, I don't think I can do it. And I, it's and crazy. I remember it was like, I think it was Marcus or somebody was like, bro, just keep your head in it. Like once practices start, like we'll be fine. But I was like, dude, this is that was my like, yeah, all right, I gotta tighten up, gotta tighten up, gotta tighten up, gotta tighten up. Yeah, I mean, listen, condition was mine. Go and tell your story, bro. <laughs> Go and tell your story. Yo, so it was our, was that our freshman year? Yeah, yeah it was our, it was, it was our freshman year. <laughs> and uh, Coach Williams gave everybody else off um, of what they call a 12-minute run. Um, what was I thinking? And, <laughs> <laughs> I 
But the freshman had to run it. So it was me, Theo, and Joel. Stillman. And Stillman. Because he wasn't right. there. Yeah. <sighs> that's right. Yeah. So we get up to the line, and the 12-minute run is you basically have to get as many laps as you can in 12 minutes. And I want to say the goal at that time was like six and a half. Like you had to get that or else you had to come back and run it. <sighs> so we get up to that starting line on the track. We're standing there and like, all right, who's going to lead? <laughs> and, and Theo, Theo steps up. He's like, I got us. Let's go. So we're standing there. We didn't know anything about like. Didn't know nothing. We didn't know it. So we were like, all right, we, we're going to follow Theo. I'm trying to be a leader. <laughs> so we take off. Theo's, Theo's in first, like probably the first lap. Yeah. And all of a sudden he starts getting a little bit further back, a little bit further back. And me and Joel are kind of up there at the front. and. uh Fast forward basically to the last minute, and we're coming around on the last lap. I think it was like number, maybe like number seven or eight for me and Joel. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, we didn't know it because we were like we were dying ourselves. Justin, too. And, Justin and Joel were damn near beside each other. <laughs> no, you was ahead of Joel by like by a little bit. By a little bit. A little bit, but he was right there. He was right there. And so we didn't know it at the time because we were just trying to finish. Like we were dying too. So we get up there, we finish. And we look back. <laughs> Bruh, the silverback was on my ass. Oh my God. We look back, and if, like, he was moving slower than you would walk, <laughs> like, through the mall. Like, it was like, and I mean, there was no air under his feet. Like, his feet Bruh. were just scooting across the track. I'm like, well, damn, they been ice skating. Bro, that was the funniest thing. Everybody was on the sideline because they were all watching us. Everybody was on the sideline dying, laughing. Uh, so, yeah, that right there, that. So stupid. That showed me that conditioning was never going to be your strength. No. But, but but there was one thing I whooped Justin ass in, oh, and that was heels. That was heels, bro. bro. Heels? Oh, <laughs> I dominated. <laughs> that was my kryptonite, bro. Now I dominate because I run like a dumbass. <laughs> I, I'm a forward lean guy. So as I'm running uphill, I'm trucking. Oh, I was I was straight on the heels. Yeah. I used to kill Justin on the Bro, heels. Heels were the worst. But other than that, everything else, <laughs> I used to get smacked. <laughs> but oh my God, it was crazy, bruh. Oh, and then there was one other condition story. Um, do you remember the day? We had to do the ladder. I knew you were about to say oh, that. Oh, when it went all the way to seventy-seven, Bruh. So we got a ladder in Carolina with Coach Williams. Is you have to is a down and back in eleven seconds is one. Mm -hmm. Down and back twice is a twenty-two. Down and back three times is a thirty-three. Forty-four. 50, as, as you get it, as you go up all the way up to seventy-seven. We were in trouble for some. Coach Williams was like, listen. Somebody has to run it. I don't care who runs it, but one person has to run it. He's like, all right, bet. We, we counting on Justin on, <laughs> on 66 <laughs> and 77. We counting on Justin on one of them for sure. Justin decides to do 66. I'm like, oh, hell. We don't know who going to. And first of all, the ladder, you had to come back you down. Had to come back down. You had to come back down. So I'm like, oh, damn. Everybody's looking across because Justin just ran a 66. He kills it. And we had a 77. And it's Nate, me, Joel. Joel, like, I ain't running it. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, like, I ain't running it, bruh. 
uh, Justin goes off. Oh Justin's my like, gosh, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> I just ran and said, sit, sit. Somebody else got to step up. I ain't running both. I said, damn, I got to take one for the team. <laughs> I got to take one for the team. I'm going to step up. I see nobody on the line. I see this dumbass dude, Nate. Coach like, all right. He blow the whistle. We're going to get Nate on here. I'm going to cuss you the hell out <laughs> on the pod. We going to get, I got on the line and I take off on accident. Nate ass takes off too. <laughs> I didn't have to run. I was so hot, bro. I, once I saw Nate, there was no chance I was making. I was, so, bro, I didn't make it at all. But Nate made it. Coach was like, fuck it. <laughs> Nate made it. We knew Theo wasn't going to make it, and we just moved on. Oh, my God. I was so mad, bro. Bro, I, that yeah. Was, that was the funniest day. It could, no. One more story. Do you remember Kennedy? When Coach folded that <laughs> towel. on the towel and told him to sit down. Kennedy got us in trouble, bro. <laughs> Kennedy got us in trouble. And made Kennedy, he folded. He said, Kennedy, bring your ass over here. Folded up a towel, laid it down on the court. He made Kennedy go sit down on the towel and watch us run, bro. I've never been so hot in my life, but it was funny as hell. But, oh, my gosh, some good times, bro. Some good, memorable times. Great times, oh bro. Oh, my God. But as far as the basketball aspect, talk about your welcome to college moment on the court as far as in a game when you was like, okay, this is another level. Um, I think it would have been my, it, it would have been obviously freshman year, but it was against Virginia at home mm. with, I guess, Joe Harris would have been there. Malcolm was there. Justin Anderson was there. Mm. Uh, and then who was their bigs? I guess Gil would have been there. They had Gil. They had, uh, they had one other. They had a dude big. that won ACC defensive player of the year. I forgot his name. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. Um, it was nice though. But. That team was actually really good. Um, Mike Toby. I think he was there. I think Toby was there. And then there was, was that our junior year when Wilkins was there? Isaiah Wilkins? Yeah. Can't remember. But anyways, we were, we were playing, obviously, and Dean Delman was rocking. And I want to say it was like a fast break or something like that. And I get the ball and I go up. And obviously, like he said with my, my hoop mixtape, I'm not a high flyer. So I'm not somebody who like will get it and just dunk it right away. I got to be wide open and dunk it. Yeah. So I get it and I go up and I, 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 like I see somebody behind, like I, I look back for a second, I see somebody behind me, but I'm like, all right, I got to get this thing up on the, on the glass mm -hmm. quick. So I go up and I lay it up. Find the clip. Justin Anderson <laughs> goes up and blocks it. Like it was like street ball volume two. Mm -hmm. you could block it and bring it down with you. He blocked it so hard that I like for a second, it, he didn't even touch me, but mm. for a second, like I couldn't think. I was like, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Like, do I foul him? Do yes. I try to get back on deep? Like, yes. So that was, that was it. The way he blocked it. And I think he yelled when he did it. Uh, and it flustered me so crazy. I was like, bro, coach, take me out. Like, yeah. I, I should have told coach this. Hey, yeah. I need, I need one. one. Yep. So that, yeah, that was it. It's tough. But let's think about this one. Would you say, and this is just me, because I, as everybody knows, I hope everybody knows, I played with Justin for three <laughs> years. 
course they know. No, I, I don't know. You know, some <laughs> other guy, my newborn might be watching or something. <laughs> What up, everybody? This your boy Theo Pisser here with Run Your Race. As y'all know, wedding season is just around the corner. You got flights, hotels, gifts, all that type of stuff is very expensive. But there is one thing that does not have to be that expensive, and that is your custom suits from Indochino. Listen, they got everything you need. They got dinner jackets. They got tuxedos. They got button-ups. They got shoes, all types of stuff that you need to be in the best look that you could possibly be in then very custom to you where you don't have to worry about nothing. Listen, I got my own shirt from Indochino, custom shirt, wore it to the mass ball, got many, many compliments on it. It was very comfortable and got no complaints about it. But make sure y'all go online and get it yourself. Every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. They are always adding new pieces and options so you can change it up. RSVP knowing you've got the perfect look all wedding season long from Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use the promo code RUN to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code RUN. But would you say your breakout game, and it doesn't matter how long it took, it ACC tournament in Greensboro <laughs> against Virginia. Against Virginia. Oh, play the clip. One hundred percent. My boy Justin was balling, <laughs> balling, bro. Hey, listen, it was so crazy. It was so crazy. I knew it as soon as that game happened. I said, "Oh, he about to take off." Yeah, there's a clip out there. <laughs> I hugged him. I said, "Justin, I'm so proud." <laughs> I'm like, Justin, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> bro, he was balling, bro. It was crazy. And that tournament was so lit. Oh, my gosh. We came up short. We, we lost another Notre Dame. Dame. Oh, my God. We was balling. We were cooking, we bro. Balling. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was my best game all year. Mind you, I shot like 29% from three all season. And I hit like maybe four threes that game. And I swear in my mind after that game, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pff, that's the only film they need to see. Yeah. Not the 30 other games yeah, that were played yeah, before yeah. that. I'm uh, out. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'll holler at y'all. I appreciate y'all, though. But it was against Virginia, who has great defense. Great defense. Team. Yeah. So it's like, hey, yo, if he can do it against, against these them, guys. Yes, he could do it in the league. I might have scored like seven points in that yep. game against Notre Dame. So yep. it was like, all right, well, I'm coming back. Um, but yeah, that was... I thought that was going to be my break. We went nuclear on that one. Yeah, that we was went nuclear. One. Then we go to the tournament, come up short against Wisconsin. We come back. Do you remember what we did when we got back from uh, L.A.? What did we do, bro? You remember we knew everybody was coming back, and we watched film of the game as soon as we right. got back to campus? God, oh, we did, God. didn't we? Bro, we sat in the locker room. For like hours, and everybody was coming back, and we watched the whole Wisconsin the whole game. game bro. I was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, it was like two and a half hours, bro. bro. It was the longest film ever, and I was just like, "This, this is crazy." But it was always a method to his madness, I guess. I don't know. I guess we come back. We have larger roles on the team. 
sophomore year. Have a decent year again. Yeah. You have a better than freshman better year. Better than freshman better year. Better than freshman year. And we make a run. We get hot. We beat Duke in Duke. Yeah. That was talk about talk about a breakout. <sighs> Bryce Johnson. <sighs> Jesus. People, it's funny, man. People like the problem with North Carolina fans is they're very like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. But you know, you see. Obviously, shout out to Mondo and everything he's doing, all the records he's breaking and history that he's making. Yeah. But you see a lot of arguments about, you know, him being, you know, top five or whatever when it comes to bigs, bro. And I sit there and I'm like, bro, what we watched Bryce do our sophomore year was absolutely insane. It was, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was one of the biggest, it was like one of the most switch flicks. Most impressive switch flicks I've ever seen in my life. Crazy. It was unbelievable. That man had 39 and 20, what? Four? Yeah, it was like 24. I'm like, what the Who hell? does that? And then he took off. Yeah, ever since that, from, from I didn't that, know who he was anymore. Bro. It, it was like, because it went from, everybody jokes about it, bro, but it went from him like not doing nothing. Nothing. Like you couldn't get him to do any extra work. The only thing he had was a big ass head. That's it. <laughs> That's it. His his, it, his hat size said to be decided. Yes. It, you, got, it. you didn't know either day. It was either going to be, uh, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God, bro. But what he did our sophomore year was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Crazy. Bro. It like, was nuts. It was unreal. The only time he didn't have a crazy game was when we just didn't pass him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. We lost at, we lost at home because we didn't pass That's the ball. That's it. Because he was cooking. And he still had 20 and 12. He was still cooking, bro. And it was crazy to think, too, bro. Regardless of, we all know how that year ended, and I was just, oh god, what the hell was Bryce doing? <laughs> that man was trying to guard the net. Lord have mercy, play the clip. <laughs> but it was tough, bro. But I would say one of the most fun months of my life, bro. By far, one of the most fun months of my life. We beat Duke at Duke. We go to the ACC tournament, beat the hell out of Notre Dame. Who else we played? Then we played Pitt with Cam. No, we played Pitt, then Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame beat us early in the year, and we owed them. Exactly. Then the Virginia game was turned because we was in D.C., so Virginia was right down the street, and our fans traveled. Then we beat them. We went to the ACC tournament. Then we play in Raleigh. Oh my God. Bro. Those games were unreal, bro. Nuts. Crazy. Nuts. Oh my God. Then we make the tournament. I mean, make to, to the final four. And we just there I remember we was at the final four and every other team was so uptight. Didn't bro, even, and we was out there having a blast. We looked like we didn't like well, we, we weren't taking nothing serious. Bro, we was just like, we're gonna go out there and hoop, do what we do. We felt I honestly felt we never talked about it, but I felt like we weren't beatable. I, f yeah. I didn't think anybody could beat us. I didn't either. Especially the way we was playing, the team we had. We were deep, bro. Like, we were deep. Our second five was as good as our first, like, not our first five. Like, y'all was nice as hell. But, like, as far as, like, our second five was better than a lot of teams' first five. 100%. And that's what's crazy about it, that we had so many ways we could play that it made, made us a very dangerous team. But after we had lost that game, what what went into you that summer 
because you 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 were a totally different player. You were totally different. You're my, not a different player, but your mindset and your focus yeah. at that summer. I knew you was gonna have a big big year. Like you were locked in, but everybody—I mean, everybody yeah, was everybody just knowing was. what happened. Yeah, uh, the year before losing off a game winner, but you were on a different level. What 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 went into that summer, uh, your junior year? Yeah, I mean, so it was it was like the same situation because you know they had just started the whole where you could like enter your name into the draft, but you had a certain amount of time to pull mm-hmm. out or whatever. Um, so like I, my sophomore year, it was basically kind of the same, like information that we got back was like i had to shoot the ball more consistently and still i just had to get stronger you know what i'm saying like that's that's basically what everybody was saying it was like the same stuff that was said my freshman year so in my mind i was like and it was like you're you're maybe into the first round maybe on that on that the cusp the cusp of it and so in my mind it was like then why would i chance that and why would i not just go back and work Mm. and i think a lot of times bro like I think I felt like I was doing, I had so many more things like our freshman and sophomore year. I had honestly now thinking back on it, I had so many more things that I was thinking about. Like it was like, man, I got to get to the league. Mm-hmm. Or it was like, man, HG, HD all halftime. All he talked about was like set screens for Marcus. And yeah, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, there were so many more things that was like going through my head of like what I needed to do or what needed to be different and all this stuff. And I finally was just like, all right, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm just going to go, even when I feel like I'm tired, I'm going to go back to the gym at night and get shots up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like we, we always took a certain amount of time off and then lifts would be optional. Um, and pretty much, honestly, pretty much the whole team got in there when the lifts started to become optional. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was Especially in. after that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, I, I took like, I mean, we took, I took like maybe a week off. And it was yeah. like maybe maybe the week before it became optional. But like I was in the weight room like ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like – so I think it was just like my head was more clear. And it was like, okay, I need – I know I, what I need to do for myself to get to where I want to be. But also, it was like, bro, we just were right there. And we, we knew – obviously, we lost Bryce and Marcus who were two unbelievable players. But I was like, bro, we got – Joel now stepping into kind of that bigger role. We got you stepping on to, into that that wing position now. Like we've got mm-hmm. just enough to make it back. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it was just being able to have that and being like, okay, you know what? Like we're gonna just put work in all summer yeah. long. It was, bro. I'm. It's so crazy just hearing you talk about it as far as that journey. Like I can't wait to get everybody on at the same time just to talk about each other's thought process throughout that whole year, that junior year, bro, our junior year, because I'm just thinking of like, we were so connected and we were so locked in. Like even the little shit that we didn't, we didn't even think about at the time, but meant so much. Yes. Like we would be like, all right, if we going out tonight, we going out together, we all making sure everybody get home. Excellent. We all making sure the next day of practice, we all gonna bullshit at the same time so we can just have a good practice. Right. Or not even not even not even BS. We all we know if we go out, we're gonna have to lock in and practice right. the next day. Or if we if it wasn't like nobody going out before the game, mm-hmm. the next day, it was like, okay, do we have a day before the next game? Okay, we got a day before where you can recover, do what you gotta do, then we'll go out and do what we gotta do. 
even the fact, what was the uh, pizza place? Uh, you talking about the one that just was put on Franklin Street? It was uh, with the had the personal pieces that we used to. Are do. you talking about old Chicago? We went to old bro, and I'm and I'm I just thought of that, bro. We went to old Chicago. You you Justin and uh you uh Kenny you and Kenny Luke. and Luke went all the time, and then next thing you know, it trickled down to Facts. me, Joel going, then Kennedy, Isaiah stepping in. Facts. Like it was like we were so unified and together. We didn't even realize that was that made a, the encore stuff Facts. so much easier. Facts. Like we were so locked in with everything, bro. We were a unit. We knew what we had to do, and we just handled business, bro. Like from start to finish, I had got hurt. That helped Kenny with his confidence Facts. getting in and just going, being himself, playing well. He held it down while I was out, and then Joel took off. You took off, bro. You was playing at an unbelievable rate and you end up winning ACC player of the year that year. Um it was crazy, bro. We we were really we was really locked in after we lost that thing. And we weren't even in a locker room. Bro, that's what I was literally just thinking about. I just saw a video not too long ago of us being in that that closet of a locker room. Find a picture of the away locker room in uh the Smith Center. We was in that all summer. All summer, bro. And you wouldn't have known that we gave a damn. No. We was in there grinding, and we'd come back in there. We had a little jukebox in there, <laughs> playing music, <laughs> dancing, having a good time, bro. Like, we were so locked in, bro. It, it, it is unbelievable to think about, and it's just, it's, it's crazy, bro. It like, is. We, we, we were, we got a new locker room that year. It was dope. Yeah. Uh, I want you to talk about, um, just the the one game that I knew you were gone, and you don't even know I I knew you were gone. I knew you was like on a different level mentally and physically, and your competitiveness. Like you were always competitive, but we played at camp. We played in the Smith Center. Mm-hmm. We were playing Duke, and the ACC uh. The ACC play of the year was between you and Luke Kennard. And you came to me, the, the scout, we did a scout report before the game, uh, whatever, and they came to me. You had like Matt Jones yeah. or something, and I had Luke. And you was like, Theo, no. <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell the coaches, didn't tell nobody but me. He said, Theo, no. I got Luke. You got whoever the hell is. I said, nah, bruh. It's my matchup, B. <laughs> he said, hell nah. I got Luke. I said, okay. <laughs> you got it. You got Luke. He wanted that funk, bruh. You wanted the funk. You knew that was a game to decide it. Basically. You knew it was the game to decide yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I could tell you was so locked in, bruh. You was ready to go. You, it didn't care what was up. You was winning that game. Bro, it was what's crazy is that was actually I played offensively. I was awful, horrible, awful. Like I, I could not throw it in the ocean. Like it was just like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. But it was like in my mind, it's a big shot late though. Facts. It's a big shot late. But in my mind, it was like if we win this and we end up being, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. better than Duke. Yes. Then it's like, you got it. You got to give it to whoever's yeah, yeah. on the better whoever, team. Whoever on the better know? team. Um, and so. You know what's crazy, man, is like that year 
going back to what you were saying about us being so close, that year, bro, like we had, we honestly had a lot of things not go our way and we that still, season. Oh my God. And, but you would never know it when it came to like how we were connected off the court, how we were on the court when we would get on the court. Like, bro, I'd never forget, bro. I still feel terrible, bro. When we, when you broke your foot, yeah, when we were on that, what, army base or we whatever? Were on army base. And we were, pract- we were playing, and I think like we were going for a ball or something, and I like ran in front of you, and that's like whenever you had to like try to stop yourself, and that's mm. whenever you felt in your foot. Mm. And uh, bro, I felt terrible, because mm. I was like, bro, I just, I just made this guy break his foot. I didn't know that. Like, bro, I, I literally, like to this day, bro, I like <laughs> think about that, and I'm like, dang, bro, like I really... Yeah. I really did that. Yeah. But it was like you had that. That shit was inedible anyway. It would have <laughs> happened at some point, apparently. <laughs> well, you got some weak feet. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Jordan Elevens. Yeah. Um, Facts. But then it was like, so then you were coming back from that. Then Kenny went down into his lunging stretch and that couldn't was, come back. That up. was the wildest shit I ever said. That was crazy. That was the wildest like, shit. Like now we can laugh about it, but. Yeah. But you remember, even, even that year, we played in Maui. Dominated, yeah. Beat the doo doo out of everybody. That is true. Killed everybody. Then went to Indiana, got <laughs> smacked. Oh my smacked. gosh, they smacked that us. That is, yeah. Got yeah. smacked. But it was like that happened. Then we came back, and it was like we just kept going, like nothing ever happened. Like nothing. You know happened. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it yeah. does go back to like, I mean. The, the amount of times that I was the DD, because I was boring, maybe it was I was homeschooled or whatever, but I was a little boring in college. Mm-hmm. But I was always the DD. Always. Right? So it was like, it'd be two o'clock, three o'clock. I get a phone call. Be like, yeah, I'll be right there. Come pick y'all up in the Yoda. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Drop yeah. everybody off. And Shout it was out like the Yoda, man. That got us a lot of places. <sighs> got us a lot of places in college, man. Made a lot of things happen. For sure. Uh, but it was like just little things like that that people never would know or never would see. And didn't need to know, but it was just like kept us connected. Man, bro. it just, and then we go to Breadman's. Shout out Breadman's. Shout out, shout out Breadman's. We go to Breadman's the next day, talk Golly, about the night. Talk about it. Cover. Those were some of my best times, and I wasn't even, I wasn't even there. Yes, but it was like but hearing the stories. Hearing the stories, hearing the stories seeing bro. everybody laugh and joke. One time at Breadman's, I fell asleep at the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. He was definitely knocked out for at least 10 minutes. At the table, bro. I was so I was hungover as hell. But bro, it was just some good ass time. Just bro. great times, great times, bro. Go and talk. Let's go ahead and get into it. Talk the, the run. The run we made that year, bro. Did you feel pressure uh when we got to the tournament? I did a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, just from the standpoint of like we were well, we were number one seed. Yeah. And it was like everybody's been talking about redemption, redemption, redemption. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, if we go out here and we lose, that storyline is done. Done. You know? Um, but the at the same time, though. Uh, that was the only game where I was like, bro, it might be over with for us. I don't right. know if there was any other time in the tournament that I felt even the Kentucky game, like the whole game, I didn't feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. we were going to lose it. You know what I'm saying? But it was like that Arkansas game, when you look up and we're down eight points with whatever it was, it was like, 
I'm be honest with you, bro. To this day, I don't know how we did it. I don't either. I have no idea how we did it. Shout out to those referees too during that game. Yeah, especially towards the end of the game, for sure. And Kennedy made this unbelievable tip in with the left. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Then who we play after that? We played Butler. Butler then smacked Kentucky. up on Butler. You and you and Joel went stupid against them. Yeah, Joel was. Y'all went crazy. Took that. Then that Kentucky game, bro. Oh my God! When you talk about lit back and forth, like. We didn't even realize who was in, like, at the time. Think we about knew, who was in that game, bro. You had Fox. You had Malik. You had Bam. You had me. You had you. Joel Kennedy, bro. It was that. High-level basketball, bro. Isaiah Briscoe, who was a problem. Facts. I mean, and then the damn rods of Luke May. I mean, what yeah, got into him? I mean, we saw that all pra- oh, like yeah. all season in practice, though. But what made him decide? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. What made him decide right there? Oh, yeah, this sit right this here. This is it. This, this is my sit time. right here. Yeah, dog. this is when we do it. I'm like, can't thank him enough you, for it. What were you thinking? Because play the clip. Everybody's seen it. Play the clip. That whole, I don't know how many. First of all, I know what you're thinking. Why the hell you missed the free throw? <laughs> I was just that, about that's to what, say. I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Damn, Justin, make a free throw, bruh. Oh, my God. Justin was a lights out three point shooter that year. And then could not make him free throw to save his life. So they miss. I'm backpedaling. I'm like, oh, hell. What's happening now? If you look very closely at the clip, play the clip, slow it down. I get back screen. I already got burned on it one time. I actually like, and they hit us with it again. Bam, back screens, man. It's supposed to be a skip to, uh, to De'Aaron in the corner again. But your guard, Malik, he flies off. He shoots so out of control three. Crazy. What's going through your head at this? Bro, I thought, because I made him double double pump. I'm like, there's no way he makes that. I was like, bro, this was the best defense you could play in this situation. Yes. And, and doing, Luke contested too. It was two people contesting him. And he made it. And I was like, it went back to the free throws. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I just lost us this game. You smoked it. All I had to do was make one. I, I just thank God I blacked out. <laughs> That's all I say. I thank God I blacked out. Wasn't thinking. Actually, no, no, no. This is, thank God I blacked out. I was selfish. Yeah. Because when I saw it, it went in. I said, oh, damn. And all I thought was like, get the ball. I, I just went like this. Didn't know he's really going to throw me the ball. Threw the ball. I'm looking at the clock. I'm thinking, go score. <laughs> Be the hero. Go get a bucket. Bro, I go down court. I'm dribbling, dribbling. I got Fox on me. I'm like, oh, damn. Fox fast as hell. He cut me off. <laughs> then I see somebody loading. I do a pitch back. Luke's sitting there wide open. Then Luke hits the shot. I look back at the replay. I'm driving left. Justin got his damn hands up like I'm going to see him. I'm like, what is he doing? And was Justin does the funniest celebration I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> When Luke makes his shot, he puts his hands up in the air like this. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I was in that moment. I was like, he just saved me. He just saved us. But what am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. It was 0.7 seconds left. Like, yeah. It was like. It was unbelievable feeling, bro. And then we got back. Once we saw we was back, oh, it yeah. wasn't nothing stopping. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't nothing stopping. I was. I was so determined. I was like, it don't care what we got to do to win this national championship game. 
We just got to win it. Yeah. Like, we we leave it with a dub. No matter who goes off, who plays well, Listen, we're just winning we're it. We're just finding a way to win this game. Yeah. That, that was a great, great feeling. Yeah. And then we knew you was gone. <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, just find me a Hoogie agent <laughs> at this point. But uh, so you get to the – you don't get – talk about the draft process. You know you're leaving. Talk about the draft process for you. How many workouts you did? So I did 11. 11 workouts. Because my, my range was supposed to be like 11 to like 21, 22, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we basically did workouts for all those teams that were in that range, um, which was that whole, the whole workout process. Nobody's listening to me, but it's pointless, um, except for some guys that just randomly show that they're completely different players. Yeah. Um, but went through that, bro. Got invited to the the green room, and that whole experience was super dope. But the longest night ever. <laughs> it was like, bro, this can we just hurry this up? Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it was. Honestly, I was I probably could have gone earlier than what I went, but actually Malik had dropped a few more spots than what everybody thought mm-hmm. he was going to be, and so. You had no idea where you were going. Had no idea. Really? No idea. Like, I knew the Spurs really liked me at that time. Um, but they their pick was like 19. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it was one of those things where it was like, you just got to sit there and wait. And all of a sudden, my agent got a phone call and then looked at me and said, hey, the Kings are going to draft you at 15. So it was like, mm. all right, let's, let's do let's it do then. Let's do it. Right. That's an unbelievable feeling, man. I remember I saw it. I was so hyped. I was so hyped. But then I was pissed. I'm like, sorry, mofo. Right out of the lottery. Ah, <laughs> What's the you say? Ah. 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 <laughs> Shout out still, man. Still water. But uh, so you get drafted to the Kings. You get the sack. What was your welcome to NBA moment, man? What was it? You went stupid against Steph. That, and what's crazy is that was probably my welcome to the NBA moment was guarding KD. Like, you know, you, you have all these moments in your life when you, like, can literally, it's as if you're still sitting there in that moment. Yeah. There was a time, it was a simple play. He did, like, a one dribble pull up. Mm-hmm. But he drove in with his left and picked it up. And as he picked it up, I jumped. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I mean. I'm out of the play. I got to just try to make a play. I, contest. I got to my peak and he was still, still going above it. Yeah. There's no blocking. And it was like, I don't even know if it touched rim. Yeah. And I, like I ran back down the court and I was like, what do I do? What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do with that? So I think that was it. Now, obviously he's Hall of Famer, arguably best scorer that's ever played in the game. But yeah. that was, yeah, that was it. Now, would you say that was your best game? Yeah. To this day, that was, that's my career high in the league. That's how much was it? Like 28. 28. You was going dumb. You was going dumb. You was feeling yourself too. I was. I was yelling. Up. Yeah, you was talking shit. Yeah, then I, I got dropped like, by Steph. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get in front of it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. Because people sure. might go back and look at it sure. and they're going to be like, for wait, sure. wasn't that him? Hey, you had 28 though. Did y'all win? No, we lost. It was stacked though. So. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about a different experience, though. What happened uh, 
you got traded during a game. Talk about that story. Yeah, bro. Uh, so it was the same one. Everybody probably saw Harrison. He was sitting on the bench. and Yeah. They said he was traded or whatever, mm-hmm. but he was still sitting there. So I was on the opposite end of that. Um, and we had just we had just traded Shump. Uh, like it was like right before my shooting time. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of the guy that was like right in front of me as far as like the rotation and stuff like that. Um, and I love Shump. Shump's one of the dopest teammates I ever had. Great guy. Um, but at the same time, it was like, all right, well, I get to I get to kind of rock out. So I go through my shooting, my shooting time. We go through warm-ups. Um, and I think I was actually going to start. And I'm sitting there before they're like playing the starting lineups thing. And I'm sitting there and uh, I like said my prayer out. Like I always say a prayer right before the game. But I say my prayer. I come up and Dave Yeager, who was our head coach at the time, is like sitting right next to me. And he leans over and he's like, hey, man, um, you were just part of a trade. We're going to have to get you off the court. And I like, I laugh. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, no, like I'm serious. Like you got to be off the court because the trade just happened. <laughs> and I was like, you're about to start. Bro. Like, and that was the first time me getting traded. And so it was, bro, it felt like my world was over. Like yeah. I was like, like, mind you, I'm just getting traded and get to still play in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, bro, like for a year and a half, like Sacramento was all we knew. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I was married to Brooks, st- like, you know, for that year and a half. And it was like all we knew. It was like we had gotten our friends. We were in the process of getting a nonprofit started out there. Like, yep. and bro, I sprinted to the locker room, bro. And when I tell you I broke down, like I had never broken down to that point. Yeah. Like, it was like, dude, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, called Brooke. We both started crying on the phone, got, uh, got showered, got dressed, whatever, talked to, it was Vlade at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and Peja, talked to both of them. And of course, they're like, oh, it's not the end of the world. You'll be fine. It might even be a better situation for you over there. And I'm sitting there like, bro, what are you talking about? Yeah, bro. Like, this is the worst moment in my basketball <laughs> career. What do you mean? For human beings, bro. And, and so go home. Um, uh, get there with Brooke, couple uh, a couple of the assistants that I was close with in Sacramento. One of them, he was like my assistant coach. Uh, he like came over to the house after the game. Basically, like you know, sad I was leaving. Whatever, I had phone calls with all the guys that were here mm-hmm. with the Mavs. Um, and then yeah, it's like I woke up the next morning and Christy, who's still here with the Mavs, yeah. um, hit me up saying she had a. She either had a flight for me at like 10 or I could get on a flight at two. And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. mind you, it's like probably 7 30, 8 o'clock Sacramento time. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, dude, I just woke up. Yeah. Like, hold on. So you're telling me I got to get on a flight today yeah. to get out of here. And uh, so, yeah, freaking got, I obviously chose a later flight. Got on a flight, came out to Dallas, and that was the end of that whole saga. What a hell of a story, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. About to start. Shit. About to start and get traded instead. That's a blow. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Blow, blow. Got, got through it. Got through it. Uh, before we go, I want you to talk about just last year. Bro, you were in the NBA Finals. 
I was like, like it doesn't matter what you were doing. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. What was that experience like? Bro, you know what is so funny? Um, we were, so was that, was that last year or was that two years ago? Year. What? That would have been two years ago. Two years what? With the Bucks, right? Justin! Let's address the elephant in the room, brother. My dumb ass. You got a ring, bro. You have an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Talk about that run. How was that? Um, it was wild because uh, we started out, was it the first series? No, we, we beat Miami in the first series. Uh, the Brooklyn series. Oh, yeah. Katie, big ass foot. But even before that point, bro, the first two games we played at Brooklyn. Oh, y'all got smacked. 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 I'm talking about smacked so bad. Like, obviously, I was still with the Bucks. I was full on Bucks. Yeah. We got smacked so bad, bro. I had my car sent back to Dallas. I was like, bro, the way they just dismantled us. Yeah. There's no way. I was like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. Then injuries happened. Yep. Sometimes you got to get a little lucky. You got to get lucky. KD's foot was just a little bit too big. Yep. And uh, yeah, then we just kind of ran through, ran through and then got to the finals and had a tough, we lost the first two games to Phoenix. Um, but then we bounced back and beat them both in Milwaukee. And then it was like, after we beat them both those games, it was like, yeah. we're about to win it. We're about to go take this. Yeah. Because once you you just got to figure it out. That's it, and you that was figured out. That was a thing too. Like being with the Bucks, it was it was super dope seeing. Obviously, we've played for a ton of different coaches, mm-hmm. but the way they did it was like, all right, we're gonna see this first game, kind of what they do, mm-hmm. and then once we see that, then we're gonna make our adjustments. Yeah, and so it was like, all right, nobody was like, oh, it's over with after Freaking the first out. game. Yeah, it was like, all right, this is what we need to change. This is what you know we need to take advantage of, and then. And that's what people don't understand about the playoffs. It's no. very strategic. It's very, very. You can't strategic. show all your cards off mm-hmm. rip. Like you gotta play the way you've been playing. Maybe add a few things here and there. But yeah, it was. Uh, but it was super dope, bro. And the the parade, that was the wildest thing ever. Like, really, the whole city shut down. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was like six hundred thousand people, like on the whole route that we were on on the yeah. bus. Like, I mean, it was people everywhere, bro. And. You know, obviously, I didn't. I mean, I played at the end of maybe four or five games for like yeah. a minute or two, so yeah. I didn't play a lot. Sometimes I wasn't even active. Yeah, but it was still having that feeling of like, for sure, You're man, champ, we bro. just made it. Yeah, you know You're what I'm champ. saying? Like, yeah. we just did what literally every Everybody basketball dreams. player had dreams ever dreamed of. Yeah, so that's dope, bro. You got a championship at every level. That's dope. I'm, I'm striving to do. <laughs> really am. But the biggest accomplishment and the biggest thing me and you have right now is one, being a girl dad. Yeah. Listen, bro, talk about that. And we're going to end on this. Talk about being a girl dad, bro, how special it is and how (sighs) it's hard for me to put into words, honestly. It really is because it's an amazing feeling. Have that little girl just stare at you and be like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're really like their role model already. Yeah. So it's kind of just, it's crazy. So you talk about it in your, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so my little one is seventeen months, mm-hmm. um, and it's for one, it's crazy just to see the different stages of them developing. Sure. It, it starts off where it's literally like everything that they need, you have to you do for do them. Yep. Like there's there's no other choice. Mm-hmm. Um, then it gets to where they can kind of move around a little bit, maybe play a little bit on their own. Now, I mean, she's freaking basically running yeah and like getting into stuff and asking me for stuff like it's like it's the wildest thing but i think the biggest thing is like and we've talked about it before they don't care if we're an nba player if we uh pick up trash on the side of the road Mm -hmm. if we're working at wherever like Mm -hmm. they could care less like i mean I, i start this season off being with boston and when i got traded I was like, dang, I got traded again. All those emotions. Come home to the apartment. I walk in the door and she runs up to me. And it's like, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, she could care less if I was Jason Tatum on the Celtics. Yeah. Or if I just got traded and waved or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. she just wants her dad. Yep. You know? And it's like, it's the best moment and the best job or whatever you want to consider it. Like, basketball to me is so much more below being her dad and mm-hmm. being hopefully what she strives to marry one day or to be mm-hmm. or whatever like so yeah it's it's um it's wild now yeah. it's hard no for sure we all know it's hard for sure but it's the best thing i think we've ever done that's dope bro that is dope um it's a great point you know it really is uh just they don't care they don't they just want to see you they just want you to hold them that's and, it Play with them. Feed them yogurt. Feed them. Yep, that's it. And watch TV. Yeah. Well, people, that's another unbelievable episode of Run Your Race with my boy. Very, very special guest, Justin Jackson. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Uh, It's been dope. We definitely going to do another one with the whole National Mm -hmm. Championship group, which is going to be unbelievable. I thank you for coming on. It's been great. Um, And y'all already know what to do. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Tell your mama, tell your grandma, tell your daddy, your uncle, everybody, your cousin. And uh, y'all keep tuning in, man. Like I said, we only getting bigger and better. And um, it's been dope. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, man. AJ, you're getting another fire, brother. Peace.